What's up, guys? Welcome back to the RMR Podcast, Episode 4. I'm Mitch Pfeiffer, and I'm here with... Joey J. Ping. What's going on, everybody? I hope you're having a good week this week. Um, you know, end end of the first month of the, the first... Uh, or end of the first month of the year, you know, start to a new quarter. 2021 is well underway. You know, I know I'm personally feeling like uh, I'm just at the end of 2020, getting all my uh, goals and things in order. Um, I don't know. How, how are you feeling about the new year, man? So we are 31 days in. It has been an interesting decade already. <laughs> it has been an interesting decade. Lots of good weed in my system, good terps. We've been, uh, I just went over today to Diamond Bar. Never been to Diamond Bar, California. So big shout out to Diamond Bar. Um it's 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 been a crazy it's been a crazy ride bro we we have so many reviews we just finished up we got the new taste test series got content new campaigns we got all these new writers contributors it is we're back we're back on the beat another 10 years ready to go tomorrow is our official 10-year anniversary i didn't even think about that that wasn't even wrote down as the notes we didn't even say that right before the show so that, that's a great our, this is our 10-year anniversary episode technically like you see you see this hairline bro it's I mean, the hairline was never strong, but it's thinning because of these last, this last. You're time. you're brave. I'm not pulling the hat off. <laughs> hey man, yeah, but the last ten years has been a little rough on the on the both of us. <laughs> it has been a wild ride, Mitch. Ten years of respect, my region. You and Andy kicking it off. Jake Miller. Um, who were some of the other originals, man? Shout out some people, man. Who was who was part of the ride in our in man? Our you know, er, early on, you know, Ike bro was hella, you know, there helping fold clothes, selling clothes, uh, going to pick these clothes up. My boy, you know, Nick Collie Murphy, Tyler Matthews, his wife Nicole, my boy Cam, his now wife, man, a bunch, all the homies and their wives before they were their wives and they were just their girlfriends all got roped into. Uh, you know, coming and folded and tagging t-shirts. And I don't think they understood, you know, I'd be like, Hey, could you come help? And they're like, yeah, you know, I got some pizzas and beer, a little weed. And they'd be like, okay. And then they show up and I'm like, all right. So I showed up for the weed. Back we, then, we got about six hours of folding to do. And I have to get it done tonight. And people just would feel <laughs> like not want to leave me out there by myself. But I mean, there was all those guys I mentioned, my boy, Taylor Roberts, man, my brother, Matt, um, Paul and Brindy. Um, big shout know. out to Paul and Brindy. Big shout out to fucking Ike. Big shout out to Big D. Dude, yeah, Big D. Kevin Schaefer. Kevin Schaefer, Shampoo, Kevin Bird. Kevin you know. Bird. Even, fucking you know, Mike. even Jared Michaelman a little bit back in the Jared day. You know? Mitchellman. Um, yeah, a lot of people, man. A lot of people. Shout out, shout out OD. Shout out Mitchell. Yep. Yeah. Shout out, uh, shout out, Stunna. Shout out, uh, uh, shout out, Ca Cash. Yep, Cash fees, man. Matt, Matt from uh, someone clothing who used to do all of our print printing. Now, like concuss up here in Seattle, you know, there's a lot of the merch stuff. Um, Ten years. Shit, dude. Weird, weird to think about. Who who were some of the first? Who was the first couple interns you had? Who was the first people helping you out? Like you know, on some credit shit. I'm trying to think. Well, Dar I, Darby might have been our first official intern. You know, getting her paperwork. Big uh, shout out to Darby. She got our asses in line. 
true that but you know it was really it was really me and andy grinding a lot and then you and then uh you know and then jake you know those are definitely the core four people um, jake miller jake miller for sure bro the thriller miller, miller time baby um you know he's still helping us to this day um you know and and yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. You know, the business models changed about seven different times. So even though we've been around 10 years, I feel like, you know, what we've been, we've really only been doing like three and a half years on what we've been doing, you know? <coughs> uh, so it's, it's crazy. Bro, close, close. Events. Events. Marketing. I mean, social media. Cannabis. Cannabis, you know all sorts of you know what i mean all sorts of stuff you know at this point consulting i mean shit we've been paying i mean we probably made money a hundred different ways <laughs> underneath this brand name. we've done a quarter million in sales we've done more than that we've done more we've than that done, we've done a quarter million in sales i mean i'm pretty sure we're over half at this point if you if you roll everything up you know um which is pretty is pretty dope to think about you know Big shout out to the team too, man. Uh, you know, John, Taylor, some people back, Liz and Cole back in the day. You know, Brittany well, was huge, helpful. Lauren Burke, remember Lauren? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Ingrid for a bit. Man. Uh, Ricky. God. Brianna. Yes. Yeah, so Ricky. Big shout out to Ricky, man. <laughs> big shout out to uh, 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 Nick. Fucking big shout out to uh, uh, Soup. Soup. Man, shout out, you know, TS then helped us helped us with a lot, man. Shout out T, shout out, shout out, out yes, June, all the homies in Yakima, man. Shout out to Junebug and Joe the Pro, some of the original Central homies who helped us scale into Seattle. Oh, you know. Man, what a fucking what a fucking decade, man, of grinding. It's been an honor to work alongside you. That goddamn you pissed me off sometimes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody that knows me has got uh, says that about me from time to time. Ugh. But it's been fun, man. We done helped so many artists. We done, we done fucking, you know, we done been blessed to do some cool shit. Like, what has been one of your favorite moments the last ten years? Oh man, um, it's hard. You know, it's really hard to put that like any specific moments. I'm like. Whether it's a music video, whether it's an event, whether it's a tour, whether it's a campaign, <coughs> once all the work is done, we've like for an example, like an event, like once we've like done everything, cleaned everything up, and it's about me, you, and maybe like two other people there that are at the very end, like cleaning up the little fucking micro details, and then we smoke that last blunt, you know, and it's usually like at a dope lookout spot, you know, we've done some events in some dope spots, but those moments are usually the, my favorite, you know, around 1am when we're fucking exhausted and tired and can finally like smoke without having to have my networking game on and be able to smile and talk to people I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, there's a lot, I don't have any specific one of those, but I know that feeling in that moment is, is always my favorite. Facts. I, I find it, uh, you know, I remember, I remember going to my first few music festivals, you know, in the EDM world and you're there at 2 a.m. and we're there as press and you get, you know, you're there front in front of 25,000 people. You know what I mean? You feel that energy, that rush. I've been a part of some really cool moments in the rap community as well in Washington at the Tacoma Dome. Um, <coughs> just 
you know, uh, everything from when you and I were at that Gucci concert, you know what I mean? Uh, I was at Lil Boosie's first concert in Seattle, um, aka Boosie Badass. You know, we we did, you know, we got the Nipsey shout out, ten, you know, fuck bro, 10 years ago. Yeah. It has it has been two, I remember standing outside of the weekend's first concert right after he blew up, you know. Seattle music community has been has been fun. It's been a blessing. It is a uh, to be honest. Without that music community, you know that shit. You know I wouldn't know where I'd be. That shit really really right. helped, helped me find my calling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out music. I mean, that's the way that you know. That's definitely the way you and I you know met. That's the way I you know I got to RMR, um, got to marketing and all this shit. You know, just the pursuit of. Of, of music, you know, and, and figuring out what to do with it and, and, and you know, figure, figuring out where your passions lie in it and then how to take that shit to the next level. It definitely opened up a lot of doors. What do we got on this first episode? What are the first things we're doing on this? Well, man, well, well, I mean, you know, we got the segment, you know, we start with every time, you know, and you, you already lit up. So, man, what, what are you smoking on? I mean, whether it's right now, currently, or this week, man, what, what's what's been the flavors? This week... This week I'm on two different types of gelatos. I'm on the acai berry gelato and the mochi gelato. Okay. Both by Sherbinsky's, the person who created, you know, him and his team did the gelato. They did the sherbet, uh, the acai berry, the basios, all these different strains. This is their sun-grown edition. Uh, I, I believe it comes from... Therafields Incorporated. I think that's up in Santa Cruz, but don't quote me on that. I'm not exactly 100% sure where this is coming from. This is sublime processing. It looks like I think they've got specific farms growing specific strains. Okay. But that that probably makes sense. Okay. Well, I'm on. I got a little bit of this uh, this mac and cheese left from Zaz. Um, it's some great, great terps. You know, it's crazy. Like the mac has such a prominent smell, and then with cheese, so like when you get the sense of that mac cheese, <coughs> something about it works yeah um and then i mean yeah other than that i mean this week i was smoking on um a, another cheese strain some lemon cheese from uh the healing component shout out blake benton um, okay. you know we got a couple of reviews for him coming this was just like a sample of something to taste and I, I don't know. It was, I'm, you know me, I'm not usually a sativa guy or a lemon guy, but I actually really, really like the flavor on that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've just been smoking a fair amount of cheese this week. I also got some cheese from Cloud Cover, but I, I don't think I smoked that this week. I got a bunch of cheese right now. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, I honestly, they got these they got these eights over here at uh, Mother Nature's Remedy. There's, there's this dispensary. It's the closest one to Calabasas. So it's got this, you know, herbal stuff in the front, and then they got the small shop in the back, you know, and, they really, they just brought in this sun-grown Trebrinsky's. That's just 42 and eighth. It's a great deal. So just picked that, been picking up, you know, eights of that. <clears throat> I got the Rebel Coast uh, lemon lime seltzer right here. You know, I like to smoke and drink, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'm chilling, man. It's a vibe. These, these, you know, legal cannabis, you know, when I was in Washington, bro, I was really about, you know, I smoked a lot of blunts and shit. Now I'm on the joints. And then I still, I still drink a lot of weed. I love drinking the seltzers and iced teas and all this shit. Yeah, I was on that, uh, the horchata from uh, product in Los Angeles. I was drinking some of that yesterday, man. That's, uh, that was some cool. It's some heat. There's, there's some solid products in the market, you know, including we got stuff coming out. We do. That we do. 
shit, man. That we do. Um, yeah, and I see you got this the RMR CBD products out down rolled out down there. Too. I wanted to show I wanted to show the people, man. Anyone that's that's watching this episode and supporting gets to see the first drop of all these products, man. The vegan, gluten-free, full spectrum gummies, man. We got the mango. We got the mango chili lime with the seasoning, right? Got the melonade with melatonin, right? So that that sleep. Bro, we got the two. We got the two pack of pre rolls, right? Mm -hmm. We got three tinctures, which I didn't have space for to grab. A daytime, like a refresh minty one, and that chill one with the vanilla. I love it. I love it. And then we got the cool heat, you know, which is the like the icy hot. And so, mm -hmm. bro, stupid excited, but like, just gave out a sample today to someone for some content. I can't, man. I love this shit. We got more flavors coming. They're not ready. You got a couple stores to get that stuff too. Um, yeah, big fan. Definitely a big fan of the gummies myself personally. Um, been taking those quite a bit, not just because our name's on them. I actually genuinely really, really like those products. Yeah, they're good. They're even better when you do you store them cold. Uh, I do not. Well, no, I don't store them too cold. No. Nah. I should. I, get, a don't really... get a little yeah. side fridge. Okay. Yeah, they're not super hot. I mean, they stay. They, they stay after a while, they get a little bit more gummyish, right? Because it's like the natural. It's not holding, you know, with all the artificial ingredients. That hold it there. But it's definitely. I mean, I love, I love the texture. Love the taste. It's like a big gusher. Yeah. So I mean, you know, okay. one of the one of the hottest, you know, I think the main topic that we're going to talk about tonight is, um, you know, networking on Clubhouse, right? Clubhouse is the app, kind of. I'm not sure exactly. It launched, you know, quarter four, I believe, of last year. It really started to gain popularity in December. And, you know, it's one of those things that was invite only. Uh, so if you join the app, you had, I think it was originally you had one invite. And then after you got X amount of followers, they gave you three invites or something. I don't know what the, the, the stipulation, but start out just having one. Sorry, we had five to start. Okay. So by nature, by nature, you know, you're limited, it's limited to who you can invite. So as more people are invited, more people get invites, which it grows to something exponentially, right? So the user base started out real small and the growth really started to boom in mid-December. Um, you know, the app for those who, who aren't on it is, is limited to iPhone and it's this audio only app. So <laughs> Instagram was like originally like Facebook and it was only photos, you know, pre-story, pre any of that. I don't know how old people are out there, uh, <laughs> but uh, hopefully if you're watching this content, you're definitely <laughs> old enough to know that. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, Clubhouse audio only app. So you create your profile and then you join into rooms and in rooms, um, there's moderators who control the room and then there are speakers and then there are just listeners in the room. And so you can only speak if you're a moderator or a speaker. Um, and it's pretty customary that everyone keeps their mic muted. Um, and one person talks at a time and it's a little bit of there's different elements of it that are kind of linked in circle jerkish where it's just professionals like pitching to other professionals who aren't interested kind of talking about weird things over and over people giving out game who don't really necessarily have the title to give out game but then there's also like a lot of really good game to have from you know a and r ceos and owners of companies <laughs> elon musk was gonna go on today or yesterday or something like that um you know, Gary Vaynerchuk's been on there. Burner, yeah, he's, he's been active in there. 
Um, so, I mean, you get to, it's not just, you get to see like a 15 second story post, but you can sit in on a room and hear a conversation and they might talk with complete strangers or it might be, you know, their peers of their industry. Um, and so you hear these candid conversations between, you know, high level entrepreneurs and celebrities. Um, and then through that, you meet a bunch of people behind the scenes, right? Because we're used to only seeing, you know, for cookies, for example, you know, burner is the face of that. Um, but you know, there is an entire marketing team. There's a product development team. There's all these big teams and there might be a person who does not have, the, <coughs> you know, or the, the awareness that a burner may have, but has just the golden information trapped in their mind. And they don't necessarily care about being an influencer. So you might stumble into a room where one of those people are spitting game and you're just like, who is this person? This is the knowledge I'm seeking. Yeah. Um, I know I, I was in a room with one of someone who works for Instagram. So they were talking about shadow bans and blacklist. And, you know, we all speculate as us members of the community, but there was someone actually from Instagram speaking on that. And, you know, there's nowhere else you're going to get that kind of information. So there's, it's been a really dope app, a dope experience. I'm, I'm curious kind of what, what you've seen and what your experience with the app has been thus far. I mean, shit, man, I was on this thing literally 50, 55 minutes ago. I was literally listening to it for 20, 20 to, I was, I had it playing on the drive back to here to the house for 45 minutes. And then, and then we, uh, when I walked in the house, I switched to a different room and was listening to people talk over there. And so the, uh, <coughs> it's cool because you got different kinds of people doing different kinds of things on there. You got, uh, you know, you got people on the East coast trying to learn all this information and connect and bridge and figure out ways to get money or get through applications or, you know, they're, they're looking for, you know, networking, right? You got people over here trying to share those games and everyone's kind of talking over each other. It's kind of funny. And then you got the music world, music, you know, I, I see all these music industry execs, you know, and then I see World Stars team on there a lot. Uh, you know, there's people every, you know, there's everything from the South by Southwest panel happening to the open questionnaire dialogue, taking like, you can get a Gary Vee in a room with basic entrepreneurs and high level tech cannabis people or, with all these different kind of like niche categories. It's super cool. Today I was in a cannabis and tech one, listening to the entire Dutchie team talk, and they were talking to the uh, Canicraft uh, uh, chief marketing officer. Okay. And just listening to them talk about their different perspectives and the different kind of tech stacks that they're using to, you know, kind of hold, host their data and organize it and kind of go die, you know, dive in and deep dive through all that. It's super interesting to, to learn about these things that you either have to pay for college to go get it and then you have to stumble and fuck up a lot through your whole professional experience or you can like listen into these high level right. combos and just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna use the same platforms that these people use. Once I learn those, then I can get good at that and then be just as good if not better here the next, you know, however long. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know Love clubhouse. Yeah. And I think something that's been so exciting, especially for me early on, um, you know, is you're being a part of an app at, at day one. You know, I, I do. I was a member of Facebook, you know, when you needed a college email to get on. Sadly, we didn't have RMR set up just then. So we weren't using it for business perspectives at, at day one or um, but to use an app and now have the information and the experience that we have in the social media you know, world that is to be on an app at day one, there's some extreme benefits before it's, you know, mass adoptions taking place and oversaturation, right? Yeah. Um, there's that, that opportunity window to really go <coughs> and get what's yours. Um, 
you know, obviously I got, we work a lot. And one of my main things was I seen people on clubhouse, like, well, do you guys have a fucking job? Cause all you're doing is talking about how much you're an expert on, on clubhouse, but you can't be that much of an expert cause you'd be getting hired and, and, you know, working out your expertise. But there's another aspect of the app where, you know, you is auditory or an audio app. So you can listen while you work on the computer. Um, if you're not actively speaking, but um, I say all that to say, even if you're not working it to get a massive following, you know, like I, I have, you know, between me and, and our, you know, the RMR profile you're using, you know, we probably have three, 400 followers each, but we've, you know, we've already made thousands of dollars off this app simply from the relationships we've built through it. And a lot of the most impactful <coughs> I've had um, have not come from me speaking in a room you know, all of the rooms where I've been a moderator and it's been pre-promoted event, like, yeah, I gain followers, but I don't necessarily gain um, business connections. When I'm in a room and I hear someone talking and I'm like, oh shit, this is a plug or oh shit, this is an opportunity or I have a solution to help this person. And then I go to their bio, go to Instagram and say, hey, here from Clubhouse while we're in the room. Honestly, that's almost all you need to say. And the people, you know, hit you back. Hey, nice to meet you you know, for us, right, it's even a step better if you take that to LinkedIn instead of Instagram, well, depending on the person, right, because some people yeah. on Instagram DMs almost as good as texting <clears throat> some professionals, uh, LinkedIn is, you know, much better than an email. Um, but anyways, moving those conversations from just hearing people and kind of listening in and then following them off platform uh, to build relationships, you know, having we're in this room is the only icebreaker I need to get in contact with someone that usually would leave me unread. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, there's so much power in that. And, and I you know that person's on their phone. And so to shoot your shot actually works. Right. They're, and then there's the thing they're on their phone for networking purposes. So if you reach them in that moment, it's like, yeah, the barrier to entry is super low. The icebreaker is fucking easy. And they're on their phone and they're in the room networking. So they'd kind of look like a little bit of a dick, you know, if people were interacting with them and they just were stone cold everyone in the DM. It's like, what are you even doing on this app? Um, yeah. And I know, again, that's, that's helped me connect to people that have, you know, enough followers, hundreds of, you know, 180, whatever thousand followers that usually aren't responding to just the cold DMs like, hey, what's up? Hey, let's work type not that I send that shit, but they're usually not responding to that. <coughs> now, never, never, never. Now it's just, hey, here from Clubhouse. And they're like, oh, what's going on? What do you do? Yeah, it's never, it's never like, you got me, you still got to be authentic. Yo, what's up, man? I just heard, thank you for speaking. You know, wanted to appreciate you for the game. Like, what can I do to like, blah, blah, blah. Is there, what's the best way to contact you in a professional way? Blah, blah, blah. Like, right. So, so simple. Definitely been able to network on that. The music, the music side of things, very much uh, highly accessible on there. If you guys have questions about rooms to be on or clubs or whatever, you know, places and people to follow and add and to get involved with, please feel free to shoot us a DM, drop a comment. Uh, and while we're at it, let's take some time now. While you guys are all watching this, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Please follow us on Instagram at respectmyregion.us. Um, we're really trying to push this podcast. We're going to do this every single Sunday, 8 p.m. We will try always to have a special guest, uh, which brings us to our next topic. Mitch, where are we at? We're nowhere. So we're just going to keep going. <laughs> we're just going to keep going on 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 the clubhouse. Um, we're going to have someone come in here and talk a little bit more about it in depth. But it uh, looks like it'll just be us, you know, doing doing these things on live in the streamers world. 
uh, restricted to who. Yeah, well, I, I, these are on these are on Twitch as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, and on Twitch. So I respect. Yeah, follow, yeah, follow us on Twitch. Whatever your preferred platform is, all of that engagement, shares, comments, especially subscriptions and follows, super, super appreciated. Um, definitely helps, helps. Talk some shit. Give us some feedback. We will read it. We will change if we feel it's appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot us a comment. Never, you know, the critical, right? We don't need the hype and the, oh, this is dope all the time. Let us know what, what you like, what you don't like. Um, always trying to refine. Any marketing questions, hit us with it. Please, we, are, we will answer whatever we get on all of these places. Yes, always, <laughs> always willing to <laughs> questions. You know, a lot of people, whenever I say my DMs are open, I usually get hit with like five fucking spotify links and youtubes and what i found crazy is artists don't even want me to listen to it they don't even want my opinion on it they just like want me to blog about it and if i don't blog about it then they stop fucking following us um so <laughs> tommy tommy trung wants to know where do y'all see yourself in the next five years where do we see ourselves in the next five years um man i don't want to let too much out we're working on a lot of that right now building kind of the foundation for what that looks like um, and I, I don't want to necessarily publicly address all of that vision, but I, I mean, it is big. You know, the goal for what we've done has always been to scale out nationally. When we started as a clothing company, it was eventually, you know, it was to start the PNW region and then move to all regions. When we shifted to content, the goal was to do that. We have since, you know, we still have a good stronghold on the Pacific Northwest, have extended that down the entire West Coast. Um, we've been covering Texas for a while, you know, the Midwest, but we're, we're really looking to build that out um, and become just as prominent in other regions as we are in not just the Pacific Northwest now, but the West Coast. Um, Miggy, I see what's up, bro. Miggy, com Miguel commented on, uh, on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. You're a real one. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. That's, that's dope. Hey, appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, so five years, I mean, so we're, you know, media company, we're going to be continue to do marketing for some of the biggest brands and biggest, uh, you know, music acts in the world. Um, much more, do that on a higher level, uh, unique content, you know, hopefully we see distribution across like Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, um, things of the sort. Joey's got those CBD products uh, down there. We're really looking to robustly ramp that up. Please, if you guys are watching this and you guys want to try the CBD products, please let us know. We will make sure to send you guys and include you in our email blast where we do a discounted rate on the first round of these products. Mango, chili lime, mango, and then melatonin with melanade. So got some really great items. Would love for you guys to get, uh, you know, 10, 20, 30% off this first round. Yeah. Yeah. So the CBD and then, you know, along with that, you know, you might see some clothing or some, you know, some merch. I'm wearing just a random hoodie. You know, you might see some stuff like that pop up this year. Um, Joey's got it all, you know, the, the, the hat and the shirt. Um, so, you know, we we'll definitely have apparel and the e-com rolling again. And then also, you know, in these next few years, you're going to see us likely with some cannabis uh, facing products or product collaborations. Um, and the vision's a lot bigger than that. But I'm not again, I'm not I'm not really going to let all of the uh, ingredients. We're still going to do when events come back around. We're still going to do events. Um, but if there's like, you know, an end all be all not like this is a publication, this is a media platform that has got to survive and exist and continue for artists. And so whether it's us running it or partners or we sell it, we don't know yet. Every day is another opportunity. And in terms of us, you know, we, we creatively are trying to put people on and continue to bring 
uh, new people into the fold and give provide an opportunity to young entrepreneurs. We forced ourselves into the music industry. We we did this. We wrote the articles. We wrote. We went to this. We went to the shows and bought tickets and wrote the reviews ourselves to get them to to reach out to us. And so we will continue doing that uh, because that's what we love to do. We love to go to shows. We love to smoke weed. We love to do cool shit with brands, and we love to put people on. So. That's that's my definitive answer. Is we will continue to do dope ass motherfucking shit. Yeah, yeah. I think where yeah wherever the uh, wherever the you know the opportunity or the interest or the passion lies, right? Like we did clothing until the passion to do it at the level we were doing it was gone, and we decided not to. Um, you know, and so there might be some other things that develop over the next few years, but wherever the pattern Oh, psilocybin and other products, there's all kinds of different kind of consumer goods. We're coming at you guys. Just be ready. Stay tuned. Follow us everywhere. <laughs> Follow us everywhere. I'm not even playing, man, because this is what's exciting, dude, is it's like all these products actually taste good. Don't eat this. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't eat that. Yeah, one. not supposed to be eaten. <laughs> the tinctures taste great that all the gummies taste great like it's not a matter of being biased we tried different stuff i literally looked through the menu and we created one of the flavor profiles big shout out to mark cover go watch the previous episode to learn more bam yeah yeah and we got yeah and like you said we're gonna have more flavors coming out and like i said we're having some thc stuff touching the market that'll be similar um, mm -hmm. you know uh yeah, really excited, man. Fucking dab, dab life. Mike was in here. He was saying good looks on on the stuff you hooked it up. He said for the Earl. Um, he said he's 500 milligrams deep in the edibles. Jesus, I'll send a prayer for you. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of edibles. I yeah, man. You're up at 8:30 p.m., bro. I'd be napped. I'd be napped for. I'd be in a coma. Yeah, bro. I mean, I ate. I mean, for me, five to ten milligrams can actually put me to sleep late at night. But so. 500 would be me high until tomorrow night <laughs> at least It'd be wild that's when you yeah you come out your room searching for water or some sort of liquid just to go back in to sleep mm -hmm. don't know, know that well uh, <laughs> he's doing it heavy but yeah i mean i'm i'm kind of you know for for a lot of people out there you know they've been following us for the last few years you know we clearly made um really made carved a lane in events over the last few years, which is funny because I don't even know how long, five, six years ago, I told Joey I was done doing events forever. Done. Before we even did a cannabis event, just when we were doing hip hop events, I, I told him I'm done. I've done, I've paid my dues. I'm hanging up the cleats. I'm out the game forever. And um, I think I ended up the first event when we did when we coming back to events was the first death by stereo, which I think was my fault. I was like, ah, oh, let's just do one event. And, you know, you were probably like, we're not going to just do one. If we're going to do something, let's go all in. And I, I probably pushed to do one event, which fucking opened the door up to us doing a shit ton of events. And, uh, I like that death by stereo can still come back around. It's you know what I'm saying? And at the that's and that's what's cool about this is like, you know, the music community, there's all these kinds of people doing all these different kinds of events. And you know, our brand is meant to just help elevate that culture and connect help bridge that gap, connect people who want to be a part of that kind of stuff to that stuff. Or at least right. give them the chance at finding it, you know? Right. And then, Discovery. 
Yeah, and my favorite, my favorite part of events, you know, and I, I fucking hate events because I hate people and how much work, you know, throwing an event is, meaning you're about to do the most work on a group project. You know, it's like a group project. You do the most work and get no credit. You do the most work and you make the, you know, usually pay money to do the most work on something. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, but what, what I do like about events is being able to curate experiences where you're able to bring people together. Um, you know, and that's what it's all about. An event is a physical, you know, meeting of, of people, minds, you know, ideas, community, uh, vibes, whatever, you know, culture, whatever you want to. There's do. a big rush in all that networking for sure. Yeah. And it's, and I really like putting together, you know, cause everyone kind of stays in their own cliques and then they, you know, even rappers, right. They have their own crew and that, and when they perform, it's like there's six people on the bill, but they're all in the same crew. So they're bringing, they all know all those six people have one group of friends, you know, that they're pulling to the, to the, uh, to the venue. And so something we started doing early on with events was really being mindful of that and putting different people together that, you know, this audience could gain from meeting with this audience, you know, they have a lot in common, but for whatever reason, they're just never meeting up. And so, whether we were curating music lineups to where we could bring the most people there. And also hopefully this group of people discovers another artist. And then that, you know, that fans group discovers another artist or whatever, you know, when we started doing cannabis events, it was like, we want to put different groups of people together that are like-minded, but usually not meeting. And um, I think, you know, we, we were pretty successful at doing that. And I, and I, you know, we've heard stories, right. There's been numerous of businesses that have started, between people that have met at our events. And that's one yeah. of the dopest things that's ever, like the feedback I've ever got is when I talk to someone, what are you doing now? Oh, I'm doing this business, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, what happened? He's like, oh, well, actually I met them at your event and now we're business partners running it up. And that's just a testament to, I think what we've been able to do of being able to put these different communities together. And, you know, apparently we've, we've, we've match made a couple of businesses, man. Yeah, that's definitely a good time. Great, great part of our last, you know, not just few years, but definitely the last 10 years of all this craziness is yeah, I'm gonna... bringing people together, man. I love it. I love the cannabis side of it. Love the CBD side of it. Love the music side of it. You know, we've got people from the world of technology been, you know, coming through the things and supporting and man, it's only going to get bigger and better going forward. We just got to stay at it. So appreciate you guys for all the support on this. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then too, for people out there, you know, we obviously do a lot in music and cannabis and, and like, you know, all these different verticals. So whatever people are liking, whatever people see a whole of like, Hey, I really want this type of content. It's not out there, you know, feel free and reach out to us. Even if it's not like, Hey, I have the idea of, uh, you know, running it, but we love all, again, you know, we said it earlier, all, all feedback, critical criticism, negative, bad, you know, we, we want to do what we do and refine and get better. So, uh, we, we definitely need all of that. Um, shoot. I'm going to give him a quick taste test update. Yes. Yeah. I forgot. That's what I was like searching for. What do we got next? Give him, give him the taste test as I taste this. So for us, we launched a new cannabis series. Uh, Mitch is going to be reviewing cannabis products up there in Washington. We've got Bobby, um, you know, our masked uh, gentleman on our YouTube and IG. He's been reviewing products up there. And then me down in California with Jazzy and I'll have a bunch of different special guests. Um, but over the next, you know, February, March, and then into April, probably like April 5th or April 7th, we're going to finish up this whole taste test review series 
where we go, we continue reviewing a lot of the best products in the three states. Mitch is going to go down to Oregon, you know, one or two times over the next couple months. We're going to continue buying some of the beverages, some dabs, the flour pre-rolls. And so we can, again, we just want to help you guys get a better understanding of what's actually not just quality, but stuff that tastes good. You know, there's a lot of items out there that really rely on strong flavor profiles, whether it's flour and pre-rolls and dabs and things like that. Or what about all those edibles? What about all those tinctures? What about all those, uh, you know, health and wellness gummies or capsules or whatever it is? There's so many different flavor elements to this that a true taste test is absolutely important. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And to build off that, right. Like as, as this market matures, you know, for people that are in the industry, which a lot of people that read our content are, you know, it's the echo chamber of, how, you know, when we talk about how important terpenes are to the consumer, a lot of people in the industry is like, that's so two years ago, you know, but a, a vast majority of, of people out there still have no idea what terpenes are yep. uh, and are, are still coming to, to this industry. Like, and having zero understanding of anything other than just weed gets you high, right? And, and terpenes is really even just on certain sides of the of that spectrum. That's why right. you know the health and wellness, the, uh, the the beverages, the edibles, the things like capsules, all these different kinds of different products that exist. Um, you know, some of them come out of the bottle tasting and smelling bad. Why is that? Some of them, some of the beverages come out chunky because they've been sitting, and it's like. You know, whether it's whether it's uh, us identifying weak points for certain brands or products or certain areas of their supply chain where the quality accountability just wasn't there in their own team. Like this taste test. Uh, well, number one, the West Coast Weed Tour was, was great at identifying that. And the taste test here is going to identify even more closely uh, a specific segment of products, specifically flour, pre-rolls, edibles, beverages. And then we're going to include tinctures um, into that this year. Uh, we didn't do enough of those in the West Coast We Tour. And so I want to really help people understand, like, you know, if it tastes bad, people aren't going to want to take it. I've given so many different kinds of tinctures to my mom that I've tried, uh, that I bought for her in two, two states. She's not tried anything from Oregon yet, but in two states and the stuff she doesn't, she doesn't taste good. She doesn't want to take it again. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's very important for brands to just start considering more about what these flavors taste like, everything from the beverage to the, you know, all these different product categories. Um, we've tried a lot of products and there's a lot of bad stuff, which means that a lot of people should have told other people, no, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Well, and, and two, even for the connoisseurs, right. You know, when, you know, I know some people hate it when you compare cannabis to other things, but when you look at like wine, for example, that is, uh, you know, that is a, a 21 up uh, consumer good, but it's, it's also related to agricultural. Right. And when you have certain wines and, you know, and blends, hybrids, if you will, of, of mixing these different grapes together, um, certain years based on environmental conditions or temperatures or, or what have you, you know, fire season have impact on the, the uh, taste on the same grapes grown in the same area each year, you know, and, and for better or for worse. And so it's the similar thing of cannabis when, when teams are growing it, things can go over. The AC could go out for an hour. The AC could go out for a day. The head grower could get sick. So that assistant grower is there in a critical time of flowering. And, you know, certain little things can end up affecting the overall taste and profile. And so even from t taste testing, all of the top shelf products, I think really gives a good indication of who's delivering consistently, 
what products and batches of those products, you know, what products are good, but also what batches of those products are worth, you know, maybe, hey, you really like this drop of, you know, this gelato, maybe go back to the store and pick up a couple other Ace to tie you over for the next couple months, because that might be the best tasting Ace you could buy. You know, yeah. Same way when people buy, buy wine that they like, they end up buying a couple different bottles. 100%. Um, so that brings us that brings us to the first couple strains and products that we reviewed. Okay, so um, the I've got I believe eight different items that I'm just going to run through real quick, and I don't remember the scores off top, but these uh, these items did all test very high. Um, again, I'm looking for the best, of the best. So uh, Lackville 79. This is Devin the Dude's uh, collaborative product with the Bakery. Um, I believe they're a cultivation or a brand out of LA. Excuse me. And then we've got the cotton candy strain from the Marathon Cultivation. Man, arguably one of the best strains and best highs I've ever had. The cotton like, candy? Wow. Yeah. Like At this point, the Marathon OG is obviously, you know, arguably my, my top product just for OGs across the board. Uh, there are better strains because they're just different terpene profiles, different kinds of highs, different smells, right? Different smokes. The gelatos are not comparable to OGs. Mm -hmm. So it's like things are different. This cotton candy strain, Wow. Holy shit. Uh, up next, uh, we did the Dizzy OG. Very disappointing in that one. Uh, yes, it was an OG. Definitely smoked and looked like it was, um, you know, lazily grown greenhouse. Which one was that? Sorry, it cut out. The Dizzy OG. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Dizzy Right. That was not very great. Uh, we've got two here in a row from Sherbinsky's. I did the Mochi Gelato and the acai berry gelato both of them absolutely incredible these were sun grown um the cool thing about sun grown is you know you've got a variety of you know weathers and you know variables going on and forever changing and so you never know when you're going to find a seed in the flower and in this case that's great because you're grinding it up you're breaking it down you can actually find the seed right um so always keep an eye out for that that's really quality genetics straight from the guy who you know who created these strains so mm -hmm. Um, different than a pre-roll though, they shouldn't be make seeds should not be making it into pre-rolls, but I have not had a seed yet in any of this flower, unfortunately. Um, uh, but it is delicious. It did, you'd probably plant it. It is delicious. It is sweet. Uh, at this point, yeah, I'm trying to get one. I want to grow it. Um, all right. Then I reviewed the Z41. It was a Skittles Gelato 41 cross. This was cultivated by Cali Kush, uh, which is one of the in-house brands for the Kind Center dispensary in... Uh, Hollywood area. Um, wow. Another really good one. Like the bud, the gelato 41, the purple buds, just fucking nuts. Hmm. Um, Basio gelato for again from Sherbinsky's. Um, they gave me like five or six bags, you know, two weeks ago. So I, I reviewed all the, all their buds to get people a good idea. Uh, gelato is, it can be expensive. 42 bucks to 60 to 70 bucks for the indoor stuff is expensive. So I want people to be able to know if it's going to be worth their money. Uh, and then we also reviewed the Beard Bros. Uh, we, you know, big shout out to Bill and Jeff. Uh, Jazzy and I reviewed the Extreme Cream strain. Uh, it was very much high potent. She was fucked up. I was fucked up. It was fruity, covered in covered in frost. It was by far the most frosty bud we'd had hmm. uh, either the West Coast Weed Tour or the Taste Test so far. Okay. Yeah, absolutely insane. Now that is just the flower. So I've also reviewed, um, we've done some edibles, uh, done a couple CBD beverages. We just did the lemon ginger rhythm CBD. 
uh, I believe that's a CBD infused seltzer or mm -hmm. uh, is what it's called. Um, really delicious. The lemon ha actually, or, I'm sorry, the, the ginger actually gave you that spiciness. You know what I mean? That uh, only real-ish ginger would give you. Um, so I really enjoyed that. And then uh, we've also recently reviewed two different Delta 8 THC products from the Moon Walker brand. Um, I reviewed a watermelon Skittles and a Blue Dream Blueberry. And man, the gummy texture, delicious. The flavor on it, really fire. Delta 8, uh, I feel like it's really been, in, not necessarily like improving my mood, but definitely helping me just stay like evenly positive. You know what I mean? I'm kind of moving at my own pace. And so, I don't know. It's been positive so far. We've had a lot of great products. We're going to review a lot more. Any brands that want us to review, please drop a comment. If anyone who has any you know, requests, wants to learn more information, let us know what you want to see. Uh, happy to add it to my lineup. At least here in California. Mitch, you got to take care of working in Washington. Yeah, yeah. Up here, yeah, same thing. You know, brands tap in with us. Just tap into the main page or, or accounts or email. If Info, I respect my region on the email. Joey, I respect my region. For me, let's go. There, there we go. Yeah. And, you know, if they're in Cali, Joe, you'll take care of it. If you're in uh, Washington or located uh, in Portland, you know, I'm not trying to drive too much more south than Portland. Uh, Lazy. We'll, that. we'll be in central Oregon and southern Oregon at some point this year. No, that's for the West Coast we too. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll hang out in Portland. You got to hit the coast, man. It's getting beautiful out there here soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to plan a couple, couple different trips. Uh, you know, up before the West Coast weed tour. Um, I don't want, but definitely in the fall time we'll be you know up yeah. down high five road running. Um, Shameless yeah. plug. Everybody go follow us on Clubhouse. Search respect my region. We're there. Mitch, what's your clubhouse? Um, I think just at Old Head Mitch. Yeah, follow at Old Head Mitch. Hit Old Head Mitch on Instagram. Hit Joey J Ping on Instagram. Hit at respectmyregion.us on Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube. Stop sluffing. We want you guys to go follow and stay tapped in, man. Everything respect my region in terms of cannabis, music, what's actually worth smoking, what's actually worth listening to in terms of local things. And also, we'll give you some perspectives on some of that mainstream rap content as well. You know, we do listen to that. We got, and then we just brought on a bunch of new writers. So stay tuned very much. Yeah, yeah, we, have a, we have a bunch of content. Yeah, for the people out there that follow us, you know, we haven't been pumping out content five, six posts a day. We've, we've took a couple step backs to get on these other platforms, you know, like Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and all that. Um, and really up in the product reviews, you know, we did over 330 in the last three months um, and developing the CBD products. So, you know, uh, but the content's getting ramped back up on the site, you know, keeping pace with everything else going. Um, and one, you know, one other thing that I definitely wanted to plug today or, or talk about was, uh, yeah, he said he commented. Yeah, Mickey Four Twenty was here. He was here uh, a little bit earlier. Not not on the show, but he was in the in the comments for surely. Um, but yeah, so tomorrow, if anyone's around the Seattle area, uh, I'm gonna be at Capitol Hill at the Reef uh, Dispensary. Is doing a drop of the brand new limited run of Alive and Well Seattle uh, Times Buddies brand vape carts. They're doing three flavors: Sativa Indica Hybrid. Um, you know, Buddy's brand is a, is an oil company that's in all West coast States, which we've worked with numerous different, different times. Um, so definitely stand by their products and they're working with the legacy streetwear brand up here, alive and well, and with some dope packaging, they're doing a dope drop. Um, we will. Shout out to alive and well. 
Yeah, shout out to Alive and Well, shout out to Buddies, shout out to The Reef. So we'll be down there at The Reef. It'll be socially distanced, outdoor. They have the cannabis shop upstairs, and then the mercantile is just around the corner, technically below it. Alive and Well is going to have some limited TV uh, T-shirt drops. I might be out there with some gummies. You never know. Um, and, you know, the Weed Maps, Pacific Northwest Meadweb, Weed Maps team will be out there. So it'll be a little vibe. If people in the area, you can come by and, the you know, the, the collab's going to sell out pretty quick. And then if you want to get those T-shirts from Alive and Well, you know, that's going to be real, real limited. Um, so, yeah, I'll be out there noon to three tomorrow on Capitol Hill at the Reef. Dope. That sounds dope. I wish I could be there, man. Big shout out to the Reef. Big shout out to Alive and Well. Buddy's brand doing their thing, man. It's an exciting time. We're seeing streetwear collaborations with multi-state operators like Buddy's brand. You know, Jay-Z been doing his thing with the Kaliva team. Man, we it's it's crazy. It's dope. Cookies is just dominating in terms of all these different wrappers and weed and strains and genetics. It's fun. It's all this shit. It's crazy. Music, weed. Let's go. Respect my region, baby. Yep. I just saw some comments, too. I'm going to respond to that real quick. We don't have, we don't have MJ Smoke Lounges in Washington um not allowed up here sadly when they pass the laws the way it's written the only place you can legally consume cannabis is inside of a private residence <laughs> uh, and so if you live in a highly condensed metro area like the seattle area or any area like that you know who owns actual single unit uh family dwelling um and is an actual owner to give permission because uh, by law apartments you're not allowed to or multifamily uh unless i mean i guess unless you own the place um, commercial buildings, it's against fire code. Um, and there's, you can't smoke weed outside or in public. So it's really weird the way the laws are written that we can grow, buy, sell, and have weed. But unless you own a house or have an owner's permission, um, mm -hmm. you can't smoke. But yes, we do have uh, hookah lounges. I'm not sure if they're open because I don't really go to hookah lounges like that. Um, I, I don't know where they're at in COVID. Uh, I'm sure they'll have some limited capacity opening up on Monday with the new restrictions uh or lifted restrictions um but yeah yeah to answer that comment hopefully we'll get cannabis lounges or, or some sort of clarity on these laws eventually soon but uh you know find a way around it smoke outside nobody really cares do your thing be safe and if the cops get you shut the fuck up you know what i'm saying shut the up fuck up. <laughs> got it don't don't snitch on yourself that's for sure Right, right, hundred um, percent. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. You got any, you got anything else for the people this week? <clears throat> you know, we've been at this ten years, so I'll just kind of stay at this, man. You know, you got to stay consistent. You got to, you know, really, really identify and build your crafts. Um, you got to surround yourself with solid people who support and believe you. They don't necessarily got to consistently, you know, always be there, but when you know they are. It's always nice to have, you know, people around you that support you and are just like, yo, I see you, I see you, I see you. You know what I mean? Um, and so to anybody out there, man, build your brand. Build the brand of you. If you want to get out of your regular job, build the brand of you. Start doing some kind of content, videos, TikToks, Instagram. And if you have any questions, you guys can always reach out. You know, we are happy to help entrepreneurs. And if you do not have to work for us or with us, you can just ask us questions. Because we've been doing, we, I'm 29. I've been doing this shit since I was 19. Um, DJing, RMR events, to helping design shit, helping build websites. 
now we do campaigns and commercials. It's just all the stuff, you know, our team did this all ourselves with the help of asking other people. And then when people started to, you know, believe in us, they started to offer their help to us. And so you guys just got to stay at it, man. Build your brand. 100%. Yeah, I mean, you know, the testament, anything we've done, any accolades we've got in this space have simply come from just <clears throat> it with with the grind and, and work ethic, you know what I mean? And really just putting it out there. Uh, we, you know, we meet people every day that want to work with us. And uh, this is not throwing shade at anyone or any specific person, but people want to work with us. And it's very much like a what's in it for me mindset, um, where Joey and I even to this day, 10 years in, for people that we, the companies, not that we want to work for, but that we want to work with, the amount of effort or money or time that we put into simply building relationships, building rapport, showing that we're authentic people, showing that we can be of value without asking to get to the point where we have a relationship and now we can make money together, um, you know, is very great. And it's very easy to notice that in other people, that, that intangible, that they just want when they whether they're reaching out to you to work with you for game to hire you whatever but you can just tell that there's something about them where they're not approaching everything as me 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 it's like it's just a building i'm looking to build something and then build something to leverage it to build it bigger and build it bigger mm -hmm. that's, that's all that we've done and you know again like you said everybody he wants everyone to be a brand uh, you know, I, I'm much more, I don't even want to be a brand or have my face on shit like this. I just, no, it's the build the brand of you, man. Your resume right. is your brand. You, you right. got a job. You got to, you got to keep paying the bills. Everything's going to continue to get ex more expensive. The shit show has just begun. Right. So, but I, I just, build, you know, build your experience at anything. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, from my perspective, I don't care about followers or this or that, you know, that's not really what I'm in stuff for, but I do want to build things. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely willing to, you know, get on things like this in order to build a brand or do things like that. And so just anyone out there, whatever passion you have, whatever you're working on, you know, Joey and I are both cut from the cloth of, of just going after it, just putting one foot in front of the other. And so we encourage anyone to do that. And anyone that's looking for some guidance or some help, always feel free to, to tap in, man. Thanks. Facts, facts, facts. And if you're watching this, go make a LinkedIn and put 10 minutes a day every day. One video a day. One one video. Add ten people. Get on LinkedIn if you're not. Gotta do. You already missed the wave of the easy way to do well on that, and that's just straight people trying to make moves and network, and you know, bam. And it costs money now to do stuff, so do it. Well, man, what is that the final topic or what else we got? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. It's kind of loose, you know. I didn't. We didn't. It's funny because we didn't. I we didn't even talk about how you know it's about to be ten years of us. Uh, tomorrow and that's what we ended up talking about the majority of the time so uh, yeah i'm just a little thrown off because I, I wasn't even thinking about that honestly so yeah dude it's been crazy man we spent 10 we did um, it's crazy we, we and we launched our youtube in the fourth quarter of the 10th year we suck <laughs> we will we will get going though man it's, this is an exciting time mitch i love you bro this has been an exciting adventure um, big shout out to Mama Ping. Big shout out to Mama Pfeiffer, your dad, your whole family. Uh, Andy Layman, man, you, you really helped build something crazy with this guy, Mitch. And I'm very appreciative to sit here today and call, you know, you my partner at this. And we are actively, you know, not only looking for more people, but building a team and working on content and our strategy. And after we get off this podcast, we're back at the grind tonight. So yep. appreciate everybody for watching, man. The 
RMR podcast episode four, the 10 year anniversary episode. Sheesh. All right, guys. Love you guys. Peace.